Although we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world, but on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. For life and death is in the power of the tongue. Give us this power, Lord. Give us this power, Lord. Amen. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of The Warrior's Creed. I am your host, Victor Clark, a.k.a. VC, and I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to this weekly podcast. Your loyalty and dedication is greatly appreciated. I also want to welcome our new listeners, and I want to thank you also for tuning in and taking the time out of your busy schedule. Um... You tuning in says a lot about who you are as an individual and that you want to grow and become a better version of yourself. When we have that desire to become better and change ourselves, we can make a difference in the world. When we change ourselves, then we in turn can help influence and change others. We first have to change ourselves before we can actually change the world. So I want to thank each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in again and listening to this podcast. Remember to invite others to also listen in so that we can grow together collectively. Also hit that subscribe and follow button as well, too. So you'll know when I drop um, the podcast on Wednesday. You'll get an alert from your phone or whatever device um, you listen on, and it will let you know when the new episode has been uploaded. So make sure you hit that subscribe and that follow button. Also want to remind everybody about my new book that's coming out, Overcomer. Um, it's called uh, Subtitle, A Journey Through Mental Health. And this book um, has been a work, um, been in the works for years. And I took the time to write it during the pandemic. And uh, this year it finally got published. So go out, purchase the book. If you want to grasp a deeper understanding of life struggles, if you want to discover your true self and walk in your purpose with clarity and confidence, then Overcomer is the book for you. You can purchase that book at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any brick-and-mortar bookstore. Um, I also believe you can get it on Apple Books as well, too. Uh, the ebook should be coming out soon, but if you go and purchase it, it will make a tremendous difference in your life and open up your eyes um, to look at life in a different way, to see things a little bit more clearly and for you to gain a little bit more confidence about your struggles and your walk through life. Because everything has been worked out for our good. And when we change our perspective, we will learn that the struggles that we have in life are not to hinder us and to stop us from progressing. They're to propel us towards our destiny. From our mess comes our message. Where we have voids in our life, we will find our values. So when we look at all our hurts and our pains and our voids that we that we suffer through, we will find our purpose. But we have to look deep within. And this book um, will unleash that. It will begin to open up your eyes. But I wanted to start a podcast so I can slowly start to teach people how to change their lives. Before teaching seminars and, and speaking and, and going live to where I have to charge people, 
I wanted to give this information out for free. And I wanted to share the wealth of knowledge that I have uncovered through all the books that I've read and that I will continue to read. Um, I have a goal of reading anywhere from 70 to 100 books a year. Um, I want to read at least, you know, a sum total of about 700 books by 2025. Right now, right now I'm about at 300 um, or a little over that. And I still got time. But the more I grow, the more that I can help people and the more I can help um, make a difference in this world. Um, that's my only purpose of doing this podcast. That's my only purpose for writing the book. It wasn't for monetary gain. It was to help those who are broken and who need healing and to open the eyes of those who have been drenched in darkness and they can no longer see the light. So I wanted to write something and help people to see the light and that the light has never, ever left them and that it's always been there. It's because we're so focused on the wrong things. And that's the reason why we're stuck where we are. So buy the book and I hope that it changes your life. Um, if you can't find the book, um, you can definitely go to my Instagram page, um, BJ Motivate underscore IFBB, BJ Motiv Motivate underscore IFBB. And the, the book should actually help to, uh, it should definitely help with um, your life and to help you make some changes in your life. Just got to make sure I take off, turn off my uh, do not disturb on my phone because <laughs> don't want nobody calling in as I'm making this podcast because I do all of this. I don't pre-record and um, cut and edit. I do this all from the top of my dome um, and just share all this wealth of knowledge with you because I believe in being truly authentic and I want everyone to to hear the sincerity in um, my voice as I'm as I'm sharing everything. All right, let's get started. All right, last week we talked about the difference between self belief and also self confidence. Self-belief and self-confidence. Self-belief is intrinsic where self-confidence is extrinsic motivation. Intrinsic means that it comes from within. Extrinsic means that it comes from without. Self-belief is living authentic, authentically is the way you feel about yourself regardless of your achievements. It is the silent friend that gives you courage to follow your dreams. On the other hand, self-confidence can be described as the way we project ourselves to the outside world. It is usually the result of overcoming obstacles and or Improving a skill that we actually have. One can be confident without self-belief. However, one cannot have self-belief without confidence. If you remember the story I told you on the last podcast about myself when I was a child. About I had a photographic memory and I can memorize anything. I, I, I knew the poem. I knew how to sing. I knew how to do all those things. I had confidence in my skill. I had confidence in my ability. But self-belief was absent. And because self-belief was absent inside of me, 
I could not accomplish the thing that I set out to actually do. Self-belief is the foundation of developing true confidence and operating with certainty and clarity. True confidence, but true confidence is the absence of the ideal of self. Let me backtrack though. So last week I said this. There is a strong correlation between self-belief and confidence. One cannot exist without the other. Self-belief proceeds or precedes, sorry, precedes confidence. Always. You have to first have self-belief, the intrinsic motivation in order to truly have self-confidence. Because if you don't have true self-confidence within yourself, then it will become arrogance. So we're going to break that down today. The difference between self-confidence and arrogance. But true self-confidence is the absence of the idea of self. I just said that a few seconds ago. True confidence is the absence of the idea of self. It's living in the state of flow or learning to be in the present. When we learn to be in the presence, we are are operating from our heart. When we operate from our mind, we are living in the past because our mind is constantly always thinking. It's always thinking about what's going to happen next. It's always thinking about the future. It's always thinking about the past. So we're constantly living in the past or we're we're fully we're we're full of anxiety because we're thinking about the future but when we learn how to be present then we will truly be our, our our authentic self and that is truly operating from the heart the state of flow is an optimal state of consciousness when we're fully immersed in an activity it's extreme focus It's a state of mind. Being in the present is when you are operating from your true, authentic self. It is the mindset of impartiality or non-judgment. You are filled with love and a heart of gratitude. Loving ourselves is the basis of compassion. Before we can truly love others, we have to first learn how to love ourselves. When we learn to understand ourselves, then we will understand others. The reason why sometimes people are so angry and they go after people is because they project their insecurities onto other people because they truly don't love themselves. So until you really learn how to love yourself and know that you are loved by the creator and that you were made for a purpose in that you have special abilities. And when you discover that and you understand that you don't have to be perfect, all you have to be is willing to work hard every day to become a better version of yourself. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay um, not to say the right things all the time. We, We learn from our failures. We learn from our mistakes, but we have to be willing to learn and to move forward. So when people are not willing to learn and they feel like all these negative comments that have come to them from the past and they learn not to love themselves, they project that onto other people. But when we learn who we are, And when we learn that we are not perfect and that no one is perfect, we will not put nobody above us, nor we will put nobody beneath us. We will live in a field of equanimity. And that is the true state of being presence. No one is better than you and no one is greater than you. That we look at everybody as our equal. And 
and, and the things that we admire inside of other people is also inside of us. But we have to believe and see those things inside of ourselves. So until we learn how to have compassion and understanding of ourselves and be patient with ourselves, it'd be hard for us to have patience and compassion and understanding for other people. So self-love is understanding your self-worth, but self-love should never lead to self-worship. Self-love is not about conceit. It's not about thinking that you're better than everybody else. It's just realizing that you have value. A lot of people in this world don't feel appreciated and they feel like they don't have value. But I'm here to tell you today that you have value. All diamonds are made under intense heat and pressure. And when they go through the struggle, they come out as a beautiful, beautiful jewel. So the pressures of life is trying to bring that beauty out of us. I saw, I heard a quote the other day that said, the more darkness you feel like you have inside, the brighter the light. That means you have more to give to this world than you think. And things in this life try to stop that light from shining through. But we have to hold on and allow that light to shine through and become the person that we were designed to be. So let's talk about the difference between Self-confidence and arrogance. Self-confidence operates in truth. Whereas arrogance is a result of an illusion. Confidence is a feeling of self-assurance that comes from an appreciation of our abilities. However, arrogance is characterized by having an exaggerated sense of our importance and our abilities. The two can sometimes be mistaken for each other at times. Here are the key differences between the two, all right? Confidence stems from positivity and optimism. Arrogance is a result of insecurities and fear of criticism. It's a need to feel that you're above everyone else. It's a need to be seen or a need to feel superior. Let me tell you a quick story. When I was 17 years old, my father died of cancer, lung cancer and brain cancer. He got asbestos from his job and it started to eat his, his him away. And that was a traumatic time for me at the age of 17 years old, because at that time, a boy needs his father. Now, my parents divorced when I was around 13 years old, and that was already traumatic to me. Um, but to have him leave this earth and to never see him again was hard on me. And I wanted him to live. Now, I was on the wrestling team and I was in my senior year. And I dedicated my season to my father. Um, I had the right intentions. I wanted to do well. I wanted to honor his name 
his legacy, make him proud. But that confidence, that certainty that I had to win slowly but surely started to turn into arrogance. I remember that we had a wrestle off in the front of the whole school. Who's going to be starting varsity this year? I pretty much knew I was already going to win. And I went out there in front of the whole school and the guy held out his hand and I just slapped his hand, didn't really want to, to shake his hand. And pinned him in like less than 30 seconds. And walked off with this arrogant look in my face like, yeah, that was a joke. That arrogance carried me through the rest of the season. And I started off winning match after match after match. Till one day I was humbled. One day, my body just wasn't responding. And I got so angry (laughs) at God and said, why are you doing this to me? Because... My limbs aren't working. It's just like nothing could work. My mind was working, but my body wasn't working. And I lost my first match. And it's written in scripture that humility always comes before honor. And I was humbled because I became arrogant. I remember also a time in in class because I got back on my winning streak. That incident didn't humble me too much. So I remember um, one of my classmates, because during school they they um, announce who won in sports. And my name was always in the newspaper and everything like that. And um, they will announce that, you know, all the wrestlers who won in their weight class and, and I won. And I remember one of the guys turned around. And he said, man, Vic, you won. Congratulations. You know, I didn't know you won. And I just looked at him with this smug look. And I was like, or no, he said, he asked me this. He said, did you win? And I looked at him and I said, what do you think? And just turned and like, that's a dumb question. And every time I think about that incident, I cringe. Because that's not who I truly am. That's not who I want it to be. It's not me at all. And the funny thing is that story goes along. You know, um, after I graduated one day, I was walking in the mall with one of my friends. And we saw these these girls. And he wanted to talk to these girls. And I'm like, man, I don't feel like talking to girls. And he went over to introduce us to the girls. And the girls were like... And he's like, hey, my name is Wilfredo, and this is my 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 guy. And they're like, we know who he is. And I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, you used to wrestle and this and this and that. And to make a long story short, you know, one of the girls actually ended up becoming one of my girlfriends um, for a few years. And um, the thing that she said to me, she's like, when I saw you in high school, she goes, yeah, you were good. She goes, but you, she goes, I thought you were so arrogant. She goes, I thought you were a prick. She goes, but after getting to know you, you're a really nice guy. And I tell that story because if you walk around arrogant, you will eventually be humble things will stop going your way and if that's not truly who you are you need to be your true authentic self and allow people to see you for who you really are
So there are more differences between arrogance and confidence. Another one is this. How they blame. A confident person isn't afraid to admit they are wrong. They're not afraid to own up to their mistakes. They're not afraid to say that they're sorry. They're not afraid of other people's opinions. They are aware of their flaws and they're willing to correct them. An arrogant person will will rarely and reluctantly own up to their mistakes and would rather blame someone else. Now, a tip is, because I know that there's females that also listen to this podcast, and I'm sure that they agree that arrogance is not an attractive trait. Women love a confident man. So if you're a male listening to this podcast, in order to be a true warrior, a true leader, you have to learn how to own up to your mistakes, listen, and be gentle and compassionate but at the same time strong. That's confidence. That is an attractive trait to a woman. When a woman sees that, she will she will eventually approach you. So a lot of you guys out here wonder maybe why I can't find nobody or why I can't attract the right person towards me. You have to work on yourself. The best kind of investment that we can work on is self-investment. When you have an attractive personality, you will attract people towards you. You will attract success towards you. You will attract good fortune towards you. The reason why we have so much drama because we have so much drama and negativity going on inside of our head and we're faking it till we make it. So if you really want to change your life, change your perspective of how you approach people and how you approach life. Some of the most people, the people that are most admired in this world are some of the most confident people. The way they carry themselves. You know, the swag that they have when they walk. The way they talk. How poised they are. How powerful when they speak. How certain that they know who they are. The most attractive thing is a person who knows who they are. It has nothing to do with your outwards appearance. When you know who you are. On the inside, your true beauty will shine on the outside and people will be drawn to the light. They won't be looking at your the structure of your physique. They will be attracted to your beautiful personality. And there are so many people who radiate light When they speak, enthusiasm is contagious. I'm going to have a podcast when I'm going to talk about the power of enthusiasm and how contagious it actually is. But we're not going to talk about that today. Another difference between arrogant people and confident people is arrogant people try to be the boss all the time whereas confident people act like a true leader or team player confidence is taking the lead 
when you know your skills and strengths match the requirements and that person is willing to accept suggestions of other pe- from other people. A confident person will also be willing to delegate responsibility to someone else that they know is better than them. That is what a true leader does. If you know someone is better at videography, delegate that responsibility to them. If you know someone is better at sales, delegate that responsibility towards them. If someone is better at communication, speaking, um, 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 building rapport with a client, delegate that responsibility to someone else. Stop trying to put all the pressure on yourself to make, to, 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 to stroke your ego. So an arrogant person always want to lead no matter what, if they have the skills or not, they don't care if someone else is better for the better at the job and they don't listen to the opinions of other people. Is their way or the highway? They're always right. And I'm pretty sure that we know a lot of people that are like that. But before we judge, we have to look within ourselves and say, do we have those traits inside of ourselves as well, too? And if we look deep down in ourselves, we will find that at times in our life that we have felt that way and have done that. So let's not look at those people with judgment, but try to be the kind of person that leads by example. All right. Another difference is confident people have time for others. Whereas arrogant people only focus on themselves. Confident people are active listeners. And make time to do so. You want to be extremely confident? Learn how to listen to other people. When you listen, you learn. When you listen, you show that you have understanding for someone else. It's funny how we want to be listened to, but we're not willing to listen to other people. If you want to be listened to, if you want to be appreciated, accepted, and approved of, then you have to do those same things to other people that you want to be done unto you. So to exude confidence, to be extremely confident, be a great listener. Learn how to take the time to hear what someone else is saying. An arrogant person has no time to listen to anyone else. They don't care about anyone else's issue because they view themselves as being more important. There's so many people that I see today that always talk about cutting people off that they're not going to let a person that they're not going to let a person's negativity bring them down. Now, you shouldn't let a person's negativity bring you down. But A lot of times we have to change our perspective of what could be going on in that person's life. We never know what a person is going to going through. So a lot of times we are so quick to judge. You can distance yourself. You can cut the conversation short or you can change the conversation to be more positive if they're always being negative. Or. You could 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 just suggest some things to them or 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 do something to cheer them up in, in some sort of way rather than jumping to, to the conclusion and, and so quick to cut people off. We're so quick today to cut people out of our lives because we're thinking more about ourselves. We're thinking more about what we have to do. This person is holding me back. I don't have time for that. And yes. There are some people in life that do hold some people back. And sometimes you have to like, you just have to build boundaries. 
you have to set the standards. You have to let people know what you're about. And you have to get people to respect you and to respect your boundaries and your standards. There's nothing rude about that. See, what we do is that we hold all that in and we allow ourselves to become doormats. And then we snap on people and people don't understand why we're acting the way we're acting. If we're honest from up front by being confident in who we are to telling somebody, because if that person really respected you, it's not going to bother them. If they walk away from you because you set boundaries, if you raise your standards and you said what you do like and what you don't like and they can't respect it and they chose to walk away from you, that is their choice. But we have to stop compromising who we are to please other people. But at the same time, we should stop blaming people for holding us back when we accepted their behavior from the beginning without being honest. We originally devalued ourselves. So if you want to be confident, always hold on to your values. I saw this quote the other day. It says, hold on to your principles firmly, but to your outcomes loosely. We always want things to happen the way that we want them to happen. We always allow outside circumstances to take us away from who we are. But we must always stand firm on our principles, our standards, our values, but hold loosely onto the outcomes. We should not allow anything to detour us from being who we are. We should not allow anything to stop us from progressing in the direction that we need to go into. The only thing that we can control is ourselves. We have to stop trying to control other people and the outcomes. We have to learn how to be authentic for ourselves and allow other people to be authentically they, themselves. We have to learn how to allow people to grow in their own time, in their own space. But the thing is, is that we do have to learn to be around like-minded individuals. Maybe you need to change your group because if you find yourself being around people that you always have to cut off, always have to, to push away from you, Maybe you're hanging around the wrong group. Maybe you need to change your circle. You know, science says that you are some total of the five people that you actually hang around. You want to be great? Hang around great people. You're not going to be great hanging around the same environment that you were in high school or in college or or, or people that are still doing the same thing and haven't grown up. If you want to become extremely successful, be completely confident and make a difference in your life, you have to hang around like-minded individuals. And when your mindset changes, like I said, you will attract those people to you anyway. And because you're so strong, you will influence those around you to change their lives it's like first they'll mock you then they'll laugh at you then they copy you so we have to understand that when we change and we try to become better we will not always have the support that we actually need from those that are closest to us misery loves company and usually that those people that are closest to us are the ones that are always going to pull us down and stop us from progressing in life but we can't let that detour us. We can't let that stop us from being the person who we are called to be. We have to go high when they actually go low. We have to simply smile and knowing that that's just something that's going to make us stronger. They want to make you upset. They want to they get you ticked off to stop you. They want you to give up. They want to remind you of who you were and not who you're trying to become. 
We have to stop focusing on the past and learn how to focus on the future. An arrogant person also likes to simply talk about themselves and also like to take over the conversation the whole time as well, too. They simply don't care about what you have to say. Now, I know we know a lot of these people as well, too. But like I said, we're focusing on changing ourselves and trying to instead of trying to change other people. I know people like that, but I will listen to them because I know that everything that stems from them is a feeling of inadequacy. And it may make them feel good to be listened to, to be heard. And so, because I'm confident, they don't intimidate me. They don't bother me because I know who I am. So I'm willing to listen to them. I'm willing to give them the floor because a confident person doesn't want all that attention anyway. We have to learn how to be more altruistic in life. We have to learn how to give more than receive. I said it in the last podcast that life is about giving and receiving. See, it's funny how the laws of the universe are set up about you reap what you sow. You have to sow before you can reap. The law of compensation also says the same thing. Whatever you put out, you will actually get back. But the funny thing is about when you actually do something good for somebody else, you receive a blessing at the same time. Have you ever done something extremely kind for someone and helped them and you felt fulfilled within yourself? So at the same time that you gave, you receive. But if you focus on taking, taking, taking and receiving, you're never going to be fulfilled. Because the way it's set up is that you have to give first. You have to be willing to do unto others as you would want them to have, want them to do unto you. You have to be willing to pour into others before you can actually be filled. Now, if you're empty, completely empty and you don't know yourself, you can't truly pour into anybody else. But if you know yourself, okay, then you're already fulfilled because you're living your true authentic life. So it's easy for you to pour into somebody else because your cup is running over. So in actuality, you don't need to be fulfilled, but at the same time, you get fulfillment for pouring into somebody else. And now you have so much you want to you. It becomes contagious and you want to do good for somebody else. We love to see. I love to see personally the smile on somebody else's face. It does me great joy to know that I make a difference in somebody else's life. I don't need applause from millions and millions of people. I don't need accolades. I don't need a thousand likes. If one person just tells me what you said changed my perspective and made a difference in my life, that touches my heart. It's all that matters. And then that one person, because their life changed, they can change the life of others. And that's what life is about. One person at a time, but we first got to start with ourselves. There's a story about two brothers. And they both grew up on a farm. One of the brothers went away to college while the other one stayed on the farm. The one brother went to college so he can earn a law degree. And become a partner and he became a partner in a, in a in a prominent law firm in the capital of their state he was a big shot now 
the brother that stayed on the and the other brother just simply stayed on the family farm. He didn't go anywhere. So one day the brother came back successful. A lawyer. And he visited his brother on the farm. And he asked, why are you still here? Why don't you go out and make a name for yourself? So you can hold your head up high in the world like me. Then the brother who was on the farm pointed and said, you see that field over there? And he said, yes. He says, do you see the wheat? The brother says, yes. He said, look closely. He said, you see, only the empty heads stand up. Those that are well-filled always bow low. So to say it differently, the branch that bears the most fruit is bent the lowest to the ground. See, we are supposed to bear fruit. We are seeds that grow up into this world and we bear fruit. If you look at any tree that bears fruit, an apple tree, the fruit, the tree gives you the fruit so it can replenish and nourish your body. It can satisfy you. When you take the fruit from the tree, it doesn't kill the fruit, kill the tree. It just simply produces more fruit. So the more fruit you take from the tree, the more fruit it produces. Because the objective of the tree is to give you fruit. We are like trees that are supposed to bear fruit. And our fruit is our gifts. And we give our gifts to the world so that we can nourish and satisfy their souls. That we can help them to grow. And when they grow, they will also produce fruit and when they produce fruit fruit also has seeds and then more trees can also be planted that will bear more fruit so being confident is never standing up beating your chest and thinking about how much better that you are than everybody else in the world being confident is about being humble and willing to serve others and share your gifts with them so that you can bring them up to where you are. That's what it means to truly be confident. So the first step of mastery, because we're going to go through some steps of the mastery of what it means to master confidence. So we're going to start this out today and I'm going to I'm going to go into it just a little bit short for next five minutes because my time is almost up. Then next week, we're going to be going over that first step of mastery a little bit more deeper. Then we're going to go into the second step. So I'm going to give you a step each week of how to master confidence. How to have long lasting confidence, how to live a life full of clarity and certainty, knowing who you are and being like a tree. When the winds of life comes, you're going to be unmoved. If you ever watched a tree in a storm, when a great storm comes, especially an oak tree, it bends and moves, but it's never broken. Now, some raging winds do break trees, but trees always recover and they come back stronger than they were before. So, 
The first step is of mastery to be humble is we have to master the art of humility. It's the first step to being confident. A humble person is self-aware and always focused on doing the right thing. Humility teaches you to improve and to make a positive impact on the world. It teaches you not to be arrogant and not to lose sight of your goals. So a humble person is extremely focused, extremely driven, and they strive to be better. They don't think they've already attained. They try to be better every day. It's like, I learned this. The more that I know and the more that I learn, the more that I realize I don't know. And the more that I learn about life and the more that I learn about people, the more I realize that I have to unlearn. The problem is, is that based off of our our belief systems of what we've been told. Our belief system are the stories that we've been told when we were younger. And certain things have been implanted inside of our head. So these becomes our beliefs. And we think and we hold on to these beliefs. But the more that we look at life and the more that we study, we more that we realize that most of what we believe is not even true. So the more that we realize that we have to actually unlearn to evolve and to become better people. There are a lot of things that are, are, are told wrongly in this world. We, if you remember as, as a child, the game that they used to play where you whisper in one person's ear um, a certain phrase or a sentence, and it goes to the next child, and the next child does it to the next child, and the next child does it to the next child, and by the time it gets to the last child, the sentence makes no sense. It's completely the opposite of what was originally said. That, a lot of times, is the beliefs that we have been told. They have been watered down throughout history and watered down throughout generations. And people just tell us what they have learned. Our parents teach us what their parents taught them. But we have to learn how to go to the source of all knowledge. We have to learn how to study and remain curious and to look within to find the truth. I'm not saying that everything that we that is in the world is actually wrong, but a lot of us, a lot of what is 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 as as, that we have been told has been changed, twisted to fit a certain narrative. So the more that we learn, the more that we have to unlearn. Humility is often assumed to be submissive spineless or accommodating the truth is quite the opposite humble people are well aware of themselves they know their strengths and skills they come across as confident and polite yet firm in their beliefs and their actions c.s lewis said this humility is not thinking less of yourself but it's thinking of yourself less. I'm going to say that again. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, but it's thinking of yourself less. Humble people are not self-centered. They're not fond of praise. They focus on their goals. They do not care about personal glory. A Russian author called Leo Tolstoy said this perfect is impossible without humility and he goes on further to say why should one strive for perfection if they believe they're already good enough it is the pursuit of perfection and not the praise of others that drive humble people I'm going to reiterate that It is the pursuit of perfection and not the praise of others that drive humble people. 
They are always striving to improve. This is why they are so humble. There are five keys to being humble. I'm going to give them to you really quick. Next week, we're going to do a deeper dive into the first step of mastering confidence, which is mastering the art of humility. The first step to being humble is get feedback. Learn how to listen. Number two, overcome biases. Realize that you're not always right. Realize that there's always room to learn. There's always room to grow. The third one is ask questions. Always be curious. Seek guidance. Don't be afraid for help. To ask for help. The fourth one is listen to others. Always be willing to listen to other people and how they feel. Listen and learn. It's not the same as the first one as feedback. Feedback is a review. How am I doing? What do I need to change? How can I be better? Or when someone tells you, hey, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't act that way. Review it. Look at it. Get the feedback. Notice what things that you can change about yourself. And number five, accept failure as a learning opportunity. Be willing to learn from failure. So, five keys to being humble. Get feedback. Reviews from others. Overcome your biases, your prejudices, your judgments. Ask questions, seek guidance. Number three. Number four, listen to others. Always be willing to listen to others to hear their opinions and learn. And I mean by sitting down and listening to them, listening to their their feelings, to their heart. Learn how to be a, a person that's in tune with people. To know how to build rapport and show people that you genuinely care about them. Number five, accept failure as a learning opportunity. Like I said, next week, I'm going to be doing a deeper dive into those five things. And then we're going to go into the mastery step two, which I'm not going to tell you what it is right now, but it's something that I think everybody will enjoy. So we have a lot of steps that we're going to go through. A lot of steps we're going to go through. This is a process. Rome wasn't built in a day. But you're not the same person that you were yesterday. As long as you keep taking a step towards your goal, you're making progress. It doesn't have to be a giant step. It does. It, it can be a baby step. As long as you're progressing to make a difference. As long as you recognize and becoming self-aware of your mistakes and the things that you're doing wrong. Don't get flustered. Don't get upset. Don't, don't. Don't give up. Don't give up. You have to change the neuroplasticity. You have to work with neuroplasticity. You have to change your brain cells. You have to change change them. So you have to work with that subconscious mind. You have to start feeding new information into your brain. You have to let your mind know, I am no longer that person I used to be. I am somebody different. I am somebody that's going to make a difference in this world. I know who I am. We have to learn to get in tune with our heart and listen to our heart because our heart is always speaking to us and directing us in a direction that we are supposed to go. But too many times we're in our head. When you're in your head, you start dying. We have to learn to listen to our heart. Be still and be quiet. I look forward to talking to you next week. Um, I hope you buy the book and remember that you are loved and if no one tells you that they love you then I will I love you even though I can't see all of you 
but know that I'm here. Know that I send nothing but positive energy and love towards each and every one of you. And always remember that you are more than a conqueror.